Patience Marie, and this podcast is called For the Redefined. I'm so happy that you're here, and I'm excited to have this conversation with you. So let's get into it. for being here this is for the redefined episode four this is super exciting to be consistent to be back even though it's only four episodes this is just an awesome way to talk to you to people and express my feelings and to hopefully be helping people um how are you guys doing this week (laughs) hopefully you guys are doing okay you know with all the circumstances um yeah these school shootings in new york and texas like or i'm sorry the but the new york one wasn't a school shooting but the texas incident was but um either way i wasn't sure if i wanted to you know acknowledge it on here but it's really just been on my heart anyway And I really, sometimes I try to block those things out, but, because I know, like, I am, I can be very emotional, Um, and I wouldn't say crying, but I just mean, like, angry, and just needing to know why, needing to, like, understand why even someone would do something like that, or would possess someone to do those types of things, and it's just so heartbreaking that school isn't even a a safety place for children especially elementary school they have no no way of protecting themselves and I mean even in a regular high school but just like those little innocent kids having literally no way of protecting themselves it's just really really crazy that someone would have the audacity to even to even have the urge to want to do that to little to little kids it's just And also, on the other hand, the racial issue for New York, being yourself should not be a crime, not a a crime, but should not be a threat to people. Why are you threatened by someone that's different from you? Hmm. We have to see connection with every person that's in this world. And like with all these tragedies that continue to happen, it's easy to kill if you only see someone different to you as other and not like a brother, like we're literally all family on this earth. And um, that's how we have to treat each other. And I'm not saying go out of your way for every single person that you see, every single person that you know, but I'm saying we have to have at least some type of some level of compassion for every person, some level of respect for every person. So we can receive that respect and that love back. And It's just too easy for us to be doing the evil things that continue to happen, happen here. And it can be very easy to be like desensitized to these things that happen because it's just like, oh, it happened again, happened again, happened again. But as a society, we do have to remain sensitive and alert to these things so that we still do want to take action and we don't just overlook these tragic things that continue to happen in America. We could talk about that 
uh, on a different time, but I want to I want this to be a positive, positive space, positive air. So definitely thoughts and prayers um, go out to them. And also, uh, I found a place that you could donate if you feel led to, if you would like to. Uh, I saw that Alicia Keys had posted something. It's for Every Town for Gun Safety. Their Instagram is just called Every Town, though, just spelled like every and then like a town. And um, you're able to donate. Uh, they, their slogan is, we are a movement of parents, students, survivors, educators, gun owners, and concerned citizens fighting to end gun violence and build safer communities. So I just thought that that would be um, a great way to take action because I always feel like we have these terrible things that happen. And then it's like we're just supposed to deal with it and keep the emotional trauma but there's no way for us to really help so if you would like to that's a way that you could take action and um donate yeah so this week actually let's go back so last week we talked about mental health and I had my stepmom on here um she has 28 years I think she said of experience in the mental health arena so we had a really good conversation, um, and some of the things that she said were very eye-opening to me, so it's a very informative conversation that you can go back to. It's episode three, Mind Your Mental Health. But um, going on to this week, I want to talk about vulnerability. Um, it's really been on my heart, and it's also just been something that God's been working on me with, and I've gotten better, but I still do have a ways to go. So I just, yeah, I just wanted to have an open conversation with you guys and um, we'll see where it goes. So in the beginning of the episode, I was talking about being um, an emotional or more of an emotional person. And it's honestly just something that I started to unravel like a little bit over two years ago. Um, Growing up, I never really saw, I guess... I saw it but my own like female example I never really saw them being vulnerable and like really crying or being like super um, affectionate I guess in that way so as I got older I didn't realize that I really wasn't affectionate but um, it was just a little bit harder for me and then like being in in relationships and things like that um, it really unraveled because then you have someone you know watching you and paying attention to your patterns and your mood and things like that and how you react to certain things so it as I was in um, relationships and things like like that and just going through things by myself I realized that yeah I'm really I can be like closed off with my emotions sometimes and it's hard for me to express how I'm feeling and yes it is it is important to be strong and um not be overly emotional, but you know, it becomes negative when it's like a buildup inside and you're carrying different pain from the past. And, um, you're sometimes you'll be angry, but it won't be because of what's actually going on. It'll be something that's like triggering and something that was brought up from before, which that would be, um, what I have dealt with in the past. But yeah, I'm working, I'm working on it. Um, I've definitely gotten a lot better with crying. I really do not like crying. 
I'll, I'll cry, I guess, alone, which sounds so sad, but I do not like crying in front of people. It just makes me, ugh, it just gives me, like, the jitters. I do not like crying in front of people. Um, and even, like, when I have cried in front of people, it's not like anyone's, like, laughing at me or anything, so I don't fully understand that, which I have even gotten better at that. Like, it used to be even hard for me to cry at church. I just didn't really like showing, I felt like it seemed weak. But in church, I've I've cried and like been okay with it. But it's really just like in a public or like social setting when something happens, like I really try to like hold it in, and I don't like letting people see like that side of me. But on in reality, crying can be very beneficial for us to like process our emotions and being able to release that pain instead of having to carry it around because you know you've like built it up so you've built up the wall so much that at some point which I used to like be in denial about it but at some point it's all going to come down and you'll be crying about everything which is what happened to me uh last year or maybe I think like toward it was yeah it was like in the middle of 2020 towards the end oh my gosh, I was crying about every little thing. And I would like go through phases where I'd be fine. Like, okay, I'd be, I'd be okay. And then I would just, it would just be the smallest thing. And I just start like bawling, like, and it would, it would, could be like something like small, that's like sad, or it could be something that's really good. And I would just be like, so happy and like, grateful for things. And, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a super weird time for me, but also, like, even, um, with showing emotion, like, sometimes I would even look at children, and I would be like, that's so amazing, and that I would want to show my emotion the way that kids show their emotion, how they have no, they have no shame, like, when kids don't like something, they let you know that they don't like it, and when they're upset, when they're upset about something and crying, they don't try to, like, they're not shy about telling people like, yes, I'm sad right now. Or like that hurt. I fell and my knee hurts, like things like that, which is like something that I, maybe it's an adult thing or maybe it's just, I don't know, getting older where we try to like hide the things that hurt us and like push it away, push it down. But it's just, it's literally what I said, it's being pushed down. It's not going anywhere we still are going to have to process it. And whether we want to process it or not, it's going to like come out in our personality. And it's just, it's, it just gets ugly. It just gets ugly. And I even know, I'm not trying to have this be a relationship episode because I, that's another thing I need to be better at talking about. Like, I mean, romantic relationships, I'm okay with talking about friendships, but romantic relationships, I keep those on the down low for sure. But anyways, um, (laughs) even in like, romantic relationships with being vulnerable, it was always so hard for me. And I realized also on top of me having to work on being more soft and being more vulnerable, I had to realize the reason I'm not being vulnerable with, with people I've dated is because I don't trust you and I didn't understand with anybody really like friendships or whoever as I'm not telling you certain things because I don't trust that you can hold it in the way that I would I need that I need you to hold it and um 
I think that's that's like a big thing sometimes where we like we overlook it and we're like why are we being so we don't even think about why we're being so secretive about certain things that are in our lives but it's because we don't trust certain people around us or we don't trust all the people around us to even hold like to even have the compa- the capacity to hold the things that we hold so dear to our hearts and I think the people that the people that um it's harder for to be vulnerable. I believe that we are the more emotional people because we take we take those things so seriously that that if we if we give this to you and you mess it up, no. Sheesh. Like don't even talk to me again. Don't even look my way cuz I'm my eyes are giving you daggers right now. You know what I mean? Like it's just so hard to deal with that type of hurt when you were vulnerable with someone and they just completely like crush it and they even if they do care the fact that you crushed it is like I don't even want to I don't even want to try this again so so don't even ask again (laughs) don't even do it but um realizing that I do want to trust the people I'm with And I wanted to be more vulnerable that I love being like babied, you know, like I love being treated like a queen, like we all need to be treated like a queen and a king. And I just didn't think in my heart, I I was just like unraveling the um, feeling of that. And just like, I didn't really even think that I could get that because I would feel like my standard, my standards were too high. And the guys that I had dated before were nowhere even close to what I would see for myself and what I would think I or you know what I was like trying to get for myself and you know it came down to like even realizing that I was so ignorant to great examples of men that are already in my life that treated me amazingly and that always have respect for me always being positive you know supportive gentlemen even like going out to eat it's times where like I don't even have to worry about my wallet, like bring my wallet inside or bring my purse inside because I know it's already taken care of. And it's not like a cocky thing, but it's like I know that they're going to take care of me. So that's not even something that's that I'm worried about when, you know, guys I've dated. I'm like, you know, I made me let me make sure I have my cash and my card because he was he was asking me for money last week. Like, yeah, like that. So it's just like <laughs> knowing that the people you can be vulnerable with and the people that you should keep a distance like you should always want to be um your full self and not to be worried about judgment or not to be worried about um your standards being too high because the people that are supposed to be in your life they will accept your vulnerability and they'll cradle it like because it's special and because it's um fragile and you'll you'll just know the difference the people that you should keep close to you and that you can express those feelings with and the people that you might need to keep a distance because maybe they've hurt you before and you can you also should forgive them but you know sometimes you just have to keep people at more of a distance because of the either one time or multiple times that they broke that trust and um yeah it's just super important that we can have those boundaries with everything in our life and I'm definitely not going to leave the guys out like this goes for you guys too um women love this is a listen guys women love when guys are vulnerable and I'm not talking about like yes 
it's okay to cry, but I'm saying I'm not just talking about crying. We're just talking about sharing your insecurities, sharing your losses, sharing your wins too, like even the positive things, even your dreams and goals and aspirations in life. Like with the right person, they're going to find that so attractive because they're emotionally healthy enough to hold the capacity. Like the women women love when a man can open up and even like when he knows his flaws and he tells us about his flaws and then we're able to see him um working towards his flaws and trying to just be more disciplined and be a better man and we're able to see that whole process and then we also see them like fulfill the goal like it's so attractive for for women to see a man doing that and that's also how you gain like that respect and that trust in a relationship you know romantic relationship but in any relationship like that's how we're able to gain the bond is when we're able to like be our true selves and for people to not judge us for where we are and just help us to get to that place of where we're trying to be but also just like hearing like when I said hearing where we are now but also like supporting us and helping us to get to the place that we're trying to get to and I think that that's also like a place of um, vulnerability for me is like talking about where I'm at and also where I want to be because sometimes it's just so hard in my mind to like I don't want to say this out loud and then I don't get to the place that I'm that I'm telling that person about but I think it's also so important to say those things out loud because it's like when we say it out loud it also makes it so real and you know if that person is really for you they can give you a completely different um, perspective and like their support could really like catapult you to the next level and to even farther than than the vision that you even had for yourself so uh, going into vulnerability with people um, I was listening to this sermon. It's a Michael Todd sermon. It's the, what is it? Um, something about cuffed, cuffed to comparison, I think it's called. Um, but it's a whole series, but I was, I only um, have watched part one, but it was talking about being connected to um, you loving things that don't love you back and being cuffed to things that stunt your growth and how if we're vulnerable with the wrong people that it can kill our purpose And um, he went into the word and he was talking about Samson. Um, Samson's story is in Judges chapter 13 through 16. If you want to look, look through it for yourself. It's, it's a story that we learn when we're like, I mean, if you went to church when you're little, like in Bible study and children's church, um, it was something that I learned when I was little. And if you don't go back, you kind of just like overlook it. You're just like, oh yeah, he was strong. And then he lost his strength because he did something stupid because he liked a girl too much. And then he was able to get his strength back and then he won the war for God. And that's really like the smallest summary that I can do. But like, that's not even the true story. And it's just like, he goes into like depth about his mindset and, um, just how if we lay our heads in the wrong places if we're vulnerable with the wrong people that they can really either stunt our growth or kill our growth and it's really just like us being desperate and us not even 
well, what did he say? He was talking about us being arrogant with like our calling and certain things like that. But yeah, it just like really spoke to me. Um, but the biggest part about the vulnerability part is that um, our patterns is what makes us vulnerable to the enemy because it can so easily trap us up into cycles. It's more easy to conform to our patterns than to humble ourselves enough to ask God to renew our minds on the situation. So, and I know like, even in my head, sometimes I'll be like, no, I'm not doing this, but it's like, yes, you are. I just, I just think like I can, I can do more than I actually can. And sometimes I get prideful in that and thinking like I can, um, watch certain things or I can talk to certain people or I can listen to certain music and it's like God is the only one that can break that cycle in all well he's the only one that can break that cycle but also it's in our own free choice he gives us free choice we're not robots just walking around doing everything he says because then what would be the point to even glorify him it would just be a robotic act no we're making that choice to glorify him and if we continue to be in our cycles it'll stunt our growth and we will always do those temporary temporary things that like just put a band-aid on it and we're like oh we're fine we're fine until it all comes crashing down on us and then we really have to crawl back on our faces because we weren't humble enough in the first place just to say god i can't break this cycle by myself I need you to help renew my mind and renew my heart on this situation because you're the Holy Spirit is the only one that can truly is the greatest teacher, the only one that can truly help me to break this cycle. So yeah, we all kind of have our own, I would say routine and pattern that we either picked up from someone else or we just formed ourselves from our own experiences and God also knows that we will pick up those things but it's also in our own free choice to lay them back down so um I had to do some thinking for my own self just talking about this and thinking about things that make me vulnerable and um what I would need to work on so I had like comparison procrastination um sexual urges not fully expressing my emotions, which, you know, I'm dealing with now, and uh, wanting to be somewhere else in life that I'm not, like, fully ready for, like, kind of rushing the process. Um, But, yeah, those are just, like, the bigger things that kind of popped out to me. And uh, I don't know. I think sometimes we can overlook even the small things Because it's really like the small things, if we just make the small little changes, then we're able to make a big difference in our life. And um, just going back to scripture with our own patterns, um, I'm reading Romans 12 and 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be, you know, in Mike Tuttle also was talking about like pattern of this world, like your pattern that was given to you from the experiences that you had in this world. So. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And that made me excited even reading that because just being a Christian really opens my eyes to the true love of Christ and 
how he really does just want me to be my best self. He wants me to be me. He wants me to be fully me, but he wants me to be the best me that um, he created me to be. And as we just humble ourselves and open our hearts and minds to him, he will definitely take that and run with it. And he'll just do crazy things that we wouldn't even have thought about because we wouldn't have even had the had the capacity to hold it because of our cycles but he's he's just able to break those cycles for us and it's so important for us to even know the things that make us vulnerable so that we can set those boundaries um for those areas so yeah I'm challenging you to think of some things that make you make you vulnerable but also to open up and be okay with with needing to work on ourselves we all we all have work to do and just allowing the Holy Spirit to take over and to show us whatever it is that is making us vulnerable or whatever we need to be more vulnerable with um so yes that was a great episode and so glad that I was able to share those things with whoever's listening um here's a song to you know go with the episode and to just I I always say like music is just a different window to our hearts and um here's a Christian artist uh Jonathan McReynolds it's a song called Cycles it's so beautiful um I would listen to the live the live version because it's kind of like more extended and he, he sings it with doe I love her d-o-e and um yes I love me some Jonathan McReynolds I was able to see both of them in concert actually and it was uh, an amazing experience I thank you guys so much for returning back for this episode four on vulnerability. I pray that you receive something positive from this episode. Um, please share, like, rate. It makes such a difference. I love to get the feedback from the audience. Feel free to leave a comment in Apple Podcast. Um, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and you can also follow the podcast Instagram at for the redefined. F O R t-h-e underscore r-e-d-e-f-i-n-e-d and yeah i would definitely appreciate that i'm trying to be consistent with the content so hopefully you guys like it and yeah thank you so much for listening see you next week bye